0: You're listening to the Ambition Incubator podcast and I'm your host, Deirdre Morrison. Creativity is something that we all need, use and indeed have in spades, but we don't always appreciate it or know how to encourage it. In this occasional series of conversations, I'm talking to creative professionals, people who get paid to provide creativity on tap and people who've been able to remain creatively successful over the course of their careers. We'll talk about the highs and lows of this kind of work Try to disentangle their secrets for success and find out whether Steve Jobs was right when he said that real artists ship. This week, I'm speaking to Claire Tchaikovsky. Claire very much fits the mold of creative professional and her career has included a solo recording deal with Sony and somehow evolved to starting a fashion label on a mission. So what does creativity mean to Claire, and what were the twists and turns it took for her to arrive at this stage of her career? If you're looking for a linear path, this isn't it. But if you're looking to hear from someone who's made and evolved a career based on creativity, then this episode is for you. Claire,
1: how are you? I'm really well, thank you. And I'm happy to be here with you.
0: Oh, great. Well, I am delighted to be talking to you as well, because we always have so much fun when we do this.
1: We do. We do.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've probably just jinxed it.
1: Nah, that's the superstition. I don't really do superstition. You know, you can just go for it, say everything. It's fine. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Actually, do you know, I think there are a lot of superstitions that I think have a basis in some kind of sensible warning. Ooh. You know, Yeah. For instance... Don't put up an umbrella indoors. That makes a lot of sense. You're going to knock something down and break it, aren't you? That's
1: just kind of plain sensible.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't walk under ladders. I think that's another one where there's that's a lot of sense in that. Pretty sensible. I mean, there's, yeah, probably paint up on top of it, fall in your head.
1: Where's the sense in uh, effectively don't look forward, don't celebrate before you've done the thing of what you just said Ooh. now of... Like, what would that, does that go somewhere in the brain where there's an expectation? To, is there is there some science in there?
0: I, do you know, that's that's a really good question, actually. And I think that we probably could answer that. We have a negativity bias in our brain, but we also want to protect ourselves from loss. And I wonder yes. if it could possibly be something around that, you know, this idea that, and I've had this conversation actually with my teenage daughter, you know. About this idea that um, you know you don't really want to build your hopes up for something mm-hmm. in the in the case that they would not be met and your expectations will be broken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that we've got that out of the way, and <laughs> <Straight> <laughs> I think in this there. is a personal best. We've digressed before <laughs> we <we've> even started. <laughs> oh dear! Too
1: digressive
0: uh let me let me ask you something because I have asked you to come on here as a creative professional
1: mm-hmm.
0: and one of the things that I love about you know looking at your career so far, and I say so far because i I don't think this is you know necessarily the the end product even yet as it is with all great creatives but you've had you have and you have had a music career and you have also branched into um something that is now involving collaboration with designers and um fashion I guess. And mm-hmm. is there a thread that goes through your creativity? We'll start with that one.
1: Oh do you know the medium is ever so slightly less important to me than the topic I've noticed over the years. So when I was making music ah. for music's sake or music for sony's sake (laughs) i um that's where i ran into problems with creativity and that's where i ran dry that's when i didn't know i was bored with songwriting i didn't know where to go next with it so the topic for me is actually the freedom with the topic um and i've noticed also that there are some Mm. some mediums and music is one of them where i i can say certain things but i can't say everything and i realized that bringing that if i go if a film for example you can say things with the visuals and with the sounds and with the music and they might all be t- telling different things you know the person could be saying something but actually the music is telling you that although they're saying yeah i'm fine they're not fine at all you know and i love layers yeah. of um yeah of creativity so i think the topic and i've already forgotten whether i'm answering your question or not <laughs> Please bring me back. Keep going. Keep going. heard we'll- me back in. <laughs> um, the, it, the, the thread. The thread. Um, yeah. The idea of losing the thread it's answering what is the thread. Um, I think the thread has been really exploring the freedom uh, of expression of what it is to be a woman. Uh, what it is to just. Ah. Yeah. Womanhood really has been a thread in my life. Mm. and and f- and freedom and freedom and what that actually means mm. and the idea that um there has to be um again when you have a client of course they're going to bring their theme to you they're going to bring their brief they're going to bring their characters but actually mm. I found working in film and tv uh I f- I find much more interesting because effectively other people bring topics that I can um Explore more freely than if I'm. I, I just don't have. It's just that this endless writing songs about effectively just me and my experiences of life and my boyfriends and my heartaches and stuff. It was one of the most unfulfilling things I I ended up ever doing in my life.
0: Sorry, just to, just to say there, um, for anyone who isn't aware, we're talking about your recording career as um. Yes as an artist with with Sony, just yes. just to make sure that everybody is with us on that. So yes. is, there, is there something around the the fact that you're collaborating in that creating of a multi-layered um piece when you're working in film and television versus you're creating an end product effectively when you're writing songs for a big record label?
1: I think so. I think so. Um, I do like the the, the the layers, as you say, and I found that I wasn't very good at being the end product. Um, when it was very much about the, the package is effectively, it's, it's the person, it was the pop industry, it was all about how can we make this person the, the, the product. Um, I found that deeply uncomfortable. Mm. Now, I mean, I can can talk, I can go to a conference and I can talk on a stage to hundreds of people and I love it. So it's not so much about Mm. the spotlight being on me, but again, it's the content. It was just the, what I'm talking about. And I found that it was very limited, ironically, because you'd think when you're leading the show, effectively you get to say whatever you want. But I found Mm. it the opposite. I found that it was too self-centered. It was too... And it was about imagery, it was about what do you look like, and it was it was just, it was shallow. I found it really shallow, and I found that I was, um, it was too small, it was, it, I was mm-hmm. too confined in it. Um, I don't know whether that's answered so, the question, but.
0: Can I ask you then, how long had you had the ambition to become a recording artist with a solo career? Was that something that just happened or did you have to work towards that for some time? It just happened
1: after spending 10 years trying to make it happen. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, overnight success takes about 10 years. I think that's about right. No, no, it was a very, very slow process. Lots and lots of learning, lots and lots of writing, lots of partnerships in writing, Uh, meeting people, getting the right producer, getting the right team around, Um, and and effectively writing songs that ended up being Mm -hmm. good enough to attract the kind of attention that that you need if you're going to get a record deal. Um, So, no, it was a very long process, and it was. But, again, I think it changed over time. I became aware that what I was looking for was not what the record labels were looking for, and there was a bit of a mismatch. Mm. Where are we heading with this? And I found myself... um, uh, very willing to collaborate, kind of, when, when I got into the record label and, and and my idea was, oh, this is fantastic because we're going to be able to mm-hmm. uh, co-create this thing and and we can all talk about it and make it even better than it would be on its own, you know. Um, and then I found myself completely unable to fulfil their brief of what they wanted me to be, so it ended up being a frustration and something unfulfilling, Um Mm.
0: Yeah. And I'll I'll come back to uh, this in a second, this word um, collaborate and co-create, mm. which comes up, I, I notice a lot for you. But you mentioned to me previously that, you know, that time when you were in that recording kind of phase, that solo recording phase, that that was when you felt your least creative. Um, is Did I remember that right? Is that what you said or did does that yeah. sound?
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, which uh, which points to a bit of a problem, doesn't it? <laughs> uh,
0: if we come to the question of nurturing creativity, because oh, I mean, you have had a reasonably long career at this stage, and mm-hmm. you know there's another leg to go. It, it seems like you're just kind of gearing up again. So, what is it that you do to maintain and to nourish creativity in your life?
1: Ooh, things that are not related officially to creativity. To be honest, I found those are the best ways. If I, um, it's a bit of a cliche, but um, going for a big long walk in nature, um, hanging out with friends, completely pulling the plug on on having to write. I mean, I have I have some musician friends who are, um constantly constantly playing constantly on their instrument and they don't seem to run out of steam and i always watch that in awe thinking wow i i don't i'm not Mm. like that um but um i find that if i'm stuck if i'm uh, in a session and i'm stuck the best thing i can do is to go make a cup of tea it's something completely unrelated I don't have mm-hmm. a sort of a technique. I know there are um, those those fantastic stories about um, is it is it Brian Eno? God, I'm gonna say the wrong name. Um, they would go around swapping instruments in the session, for example. If they reached a bit of an impasse, they'd go, right, okay, you go on drums, whether the person can play drums or not. It's just like that, okay, let's just swap the instruments mm-hmm, around mm-hmm. and we start again.
0: Yeah, I
1: yeah. I um, I find solitude as well. Solitude. I can't I can't mm-hmm. think. I need quite long stretches of solitude and then things just start to flow again. If I'm constantly around people, Mm. I can't hear what's going on in my head. I've no idea what I'm up to,
0: really. That brings me nicely to something else that you've mentioned before about um, what is going on in your head. You tell me that you have actual music going on to everything, which I find absolutely Mm. fascinating. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I I, I find it
1: completely normal and not fascinating at all. (laughs) I just thought that's... What it was like. Um yeah, I mean, I think you you asked me where do where does the music come from? Like where do you make music out of yeah. silence? You know? And I'm like, silence? When is there silence? <laughs> I never get silence. <laughs> my head is it, it's it there is always, always music in my head. Always. When I wake up in the morning, if I wake up during the night, there's um I've kind of got a bit of a tune going on in the back while we're chatting. It's constant. Oh. And I have no idea. Tune? Um Oh God, it's 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 way in the back. I'd have to be quiet for a couple of minutes, listen, and then go. Ah, oh, here's the tune. So that would be a bit weird and awkward for uh, the listeners, perhaps. But
0: that that's amazing. Yeah, I, yeah, it is absolutely fascinating. But circling around a little bit again to this idea of um, co-creativity and collaboration, mm-hmm. and this seems to be something that that you really enjoy. And I think you know there are probably different kinds of creatives. There are, you know, the ones who just kind of go in there. They're in their own space. They don't really need to see anyone or anything. It, it's just coming out in one very direct stream, we'll say. Mm. And then, you know, we've got people like yourself and probably like me, too, who do enjoy the collaborative thing where you just don't know what's going to happen when two ideas collide. <laughs> um, yeah. So how, how has it been collaborating on the um, on the new lines for human milk. So
1: what I've enjoyed about that is that I take a something of a back seat in the actual production mm. of of the end product. Although arguably I do that in music as well, because there's always a producer on board who will uh, f- mm-hmm. fulfil the the, the the piece, if you like, um, for. The creations on human milk i um, I have I kind of I mean I went to art college uh, when I was a teenager and I did a lot of painting um, and um, and and jewelry making as well. i I learned to make jewel jewelry. So visuals were always a big thing and I and I see I can I can envision something, but I don't have the skills to draw it. So I can sketch something. That looks like a bit like a potato, mm-hmm. you know, and then <laughs> <laughs> I know. Let's do Mister Potato on the T-shirt. Um, so, so it's kind of. It, and then our our, our designers uh, exhibit extraordinary amounts of grace and patience uh, whilst I kind of go, well, it's it's kind of it, it looks a bit like this. And, and it's more about and, 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 the, and the, the, the meaning is very, you know, important. So I'm able to describe these mm-hmm. meanderings and a bit of it. Um, but also I think it's about teaming up with people that whose work you think the world of they team up with you mm. on the basis of the brief that this this is what we need but um but you what 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 is your take on that so i do push mm. people if they if they um bring in an idea and i'll go ooh yes 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 this is juicy okay let's 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 i try and i encourage them i get i i kind of i go yeah but you're not done with that are you there's a lot more mm. in there so we can so i kind of take more of a producing role which in music well, I, I would be on the receiving end of. Um, I like to think that I'm quite gentle with the process, but we can be quite ruthless with each other as well. You need to work with people who can just take it on the chin and go, okay, well, <laughs> oh, well.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, well, I suppose that's one of the things about um, creative prof- uh, professionalism and you yeah. know, being that creative pro- professional as well. You've got to be able to accept that, um, you know, there, there, there needs to be maybe other constraints sometimes put on the creativity. Yeah, But obviously that doesn't always work if we go back to the um, what we were talking early, about earlier with Sony. So it's I a very guess, fine balance to, to strike, isn't it?
1: I guess so. I mean, I tell you, if I don't know, part of me thinks, gosh, if what if this, the Sony situation was now and I had the maturity that I have now, I have the knowledge about mm. myself and my voice that I have now. Gee, we may have had a different outcome. Because I, I, the way I speak about it, often it sounds like it was all on them and it's all their fault. And what a nasty big record, you know, mogul they were. They were really good people. You know, mm. they they were a good team. Mm. Um, and I had made quite a lot of the album with my producer before getting signed. So we were already, we were on to something. Mm. I, and I was given before getting signed, I was given a fair amount of of, of freedom in t- in terms of you know what to sing and how to sing it and what you um. So I don't want to make out that they were all the big nasty people and and that I I was the only person decent there. They were all we were all decent people. We were all trying to make something.
0: Yeah,
1: you know it just I didn't have the maturity. I didn't have the knowledge about myself. Some people get that really really young and it's amazing. And I feel like I'm mm. only just kind of keying into that now. So,
0: mm. yeah. There was another question that came to me um, as we were talking earlier about the, the the people who seem to be able to churn out creativity. Um, just bang, 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 bang. They're like diesel engines, basically. Mm. Um, and there, then there are other people. And again, I know I'm like this and it sounds like you are as well. And it's a more elliptical production cycle, we'll call it. Um, so you know, it, it involves sort of sprints and stops. Um mm-hmm. and I've I've talked to quite a lot of people who seem to be in this mode of operation, but you know, the the, the world we live in doesn't isn't really set up for that anymore. It's um Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You know, we, we have far more regular timings than um than our creativity naturally matches. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> with with that in mind, um, how good are you with deadlines?
1: Uh, I'm
0: I'm 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 great. I'm
1: happy with deadlines. Uh, I love a good deadline. Um, the, so, I well the way I, I guess this is I could just I can only say how it works for me. It's going to be different for other people. Mm. So. I'm not offering up this up as a solution, but more as a this is what I found after many decades um, that um, I, I kind of need a deadline if there isn't one. I don't know. I, oh, I, don't, I don't quite know what I'm up to. But the fact that you have a deadline means that you've um, met with other people who are expecting your work. And it means that hopefully in theory, mm. they like your work enough to expect it <laughs> and to commission it, and then yeah. I get a great sense of pleasure out of that um so um also i um I've learned things just simple things like I work best at night, I kind of start getting interested in life and then the world about five o'clock in the afternoon, you know, before that, mm. I'm not really sure mm-hmm. what's going on um so i but I've built a life. That means that I is totally fine if I want to do stuff later. I mean, I have a young child, so that's kind of put a very different slant on things. I I tend to be over respectful mm. of people's natural cycles and go, hey, they haven't come back with it yet. Well, it's just it's not ready yet, you know. So I'm 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 not a great um, I'm not a great leader in the sense of kind of going, yo, <laughs> it's the it's the day. Um. Mm. So, but meeting deadlines, I like. I like.
0: Yeah, it's it sort of gives us a container into which to fit the creativity, I guess.
1: Sure. I mean if there isn't a deadline, are are we even is it even a thing? Or is it, or is it just a yeah. sort of a personal musing in the woods and did it happen if nobody heard it kind of thing? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> if a deadline passes in the woods then yeah. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I suppose there's as well, this the other thing. Somebody said, I can't remember who said that, um, you know, work is like a gas and it expands to occupy the space uh, allowed for it. So, you know, if you've got a tiny amount of space or a tiny amount of time for it, then you'll pack it in a lot more, more quickly. Um, but yeah, if, if, if it's yeah. got infinite space, then it just spreads out.
1: Yeah, I think on both ends, you know, there can be not enough time and you just look at it and go, guys, this is ridiculous. Mm. You're going to have to revise your expectation of what you're going to receive here because it, it's just not feasible in that amount of time. Um, but yeah, mm. it's it, both mm. both sides are. It, that's what's so great about working with people who, you know, have been doing it a long time. They know the time it takes. They know what you're, you know, but mm. that actually doesn't doesn't happen quite as often as you'd imagine, but
0: yeah what what has been your most unrealistic client expectation in terms of <laughs> turning stuff around
1: oh um well i'd be i mean it's my own isn't it it's it's completely i, I am i am my own constant um unrealistic uh expectation goal setter uh where I think yeah that's doable <laughs> and then think oh shit.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah Claire at what stage did you know that you wanted to have a creative career that you wanted to do this as your life your livelihood mm.
1: I grew up in a very expressive and creative family but Creativity was confined to um, to hobbies. You know, it wasn't a job. So I think mm-hmm. looking back, I grew up with, um, you know, I, I was hated school. Very, very uncomfortable at school. Uh, constantly dreaming, looking out the window, but waiting for it to stop. And then I'd go off and ride horses. I actually went into horse riding first. I had a sort of, my initial, my first <laughs> career was in horses. Um, but um, but I think that was more of a, I'm not doing what you want me to do kind of thing. It was more of a, no, I won't go mm. to university and be a doctor. No, I won't be a lawyer. I'm going off into some field somewhere. Um, I think it was more of a reaction, although I I, I, I love horses with all my soul. and a rebellion. Um, but the actual career in it was more of a okay, right? This is not going to work. Um, I I don't really know because I was always doing it. I was, I think, I was about eleven when I went into amateur dramatics, and I'd been in a choir before that, and so it was always happening. There was always a play, hmm. uh, a concert, a, a recording. It was there was there was kind of always there. So I don't really remember a time where I went right. This is what I want to do for a living. Um,
0: you know possibly. there's a story about philip glass that uh he um he apparently kept his his taxi driver's license current until he was 40 just in case you know the whole music thing didn't just work out of
1: course <laughs> well i get. It. do you know what there is a time there was there was a thing i did a personal development seminar right before coming over to england I was, I was living in switzerland that's where i was born and i grew up and i came over to england to work with a, an olympic rider and I was there, and that was my it had been my dream for years. And I got there, and on sort of you know first week, I got kicked in the head, and I ended up in hospital. Oh my god! And I was so I was out for a few days. I was fine. I was completely fine. But um by a horse, I got kicked in the head by a horse. I like,
0: thank um, you for clarifying that. You know, that? <laughs>
1: just, I just suddenly had a moment there of thinking. Oh, let's clarify. Um, and um. And I was exhausted and I thought, oh my gosh, this is so unfulfilling for me. It was not the right career path for me. And I think that was that moment where I was sort of lying in bed going, um, (laughs) I think I may have, (laughs) I think this may not be what I'm... (laughs) great at after all. (laughs) Um, And the the seminar that I'd done before, I did a lot of singing. I kind of, you know, came out as a singer during the seminar and that was really playing on my mind. Um, And I did kind of decide at that point, okay, I need to investigate that. So I rang my mum who was you know really wanted me to go to university, do something serious and 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 sensible. And I said, "Mom, you know horses. It's it's just not really. Um, I'm realizing it's not really my thing." And she went, "Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, you know what I heard was, I'm so <laughs> glad." Um, and she said, "So what do you what, what do you want to do?" And I went, well, I, I really know. I I want to do music. And she went, "Oh God, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh Lord." So, um I'm sure she meant it nicely. <laughs> she meant it in the most beautiful,
1: protective um please, my child, find your way in the world yeah. and be okay kind of way and i and I took it that way yeah. you know, I didn't um yeah but, uh, but that was yeah, I guess and
0: it, yeah. i mean that 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 is I guess the question that does come up for me time and time again, um you know, about how many people are doing things that they really um are doing because of a lack of trust that something that they really want to do will work out. Yeah. You know, that there's this sense of, um, you know, let's do the safe thing. Let's do the, uh, let's do the thing that stays sort of in the lane between the rails and whatnot. Um, whereas in actual fact, you know, in the, on the verges and the fringes and all of those places are the things that they really want to be doing.
1: I actually got a lot of ad- admiration for people who can go. do You know what? I have two kids, I have responsibilities. I am doing the best I can at this job that I'm not in love with, but I am supporting X, Y, and Z. And that is that's 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 pretty awesome as well. You know, I kind of yeah. I see totally. that as as just as in, in, in you know, brilliant as 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 being off the wall and doing your thing. You know. Um.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it, it the world can't exist with, you know, purely people who are kind of bouncing around all <laughs> over the place. We kind of need, <laughs> we need both kinds, don't we? Yeah. Uh, we need all the kinds. yeah um, So I was going to ask you, Claire, just as we start to wrap up um, with all of the things that you're working on now, what is your hope for this?
1: Oh, very big question. Big question. Uh, my hope is that I do make a little bit of a change in the world. Honestly, I hope that what I do can shift things a little bit for women and girls. I would like it if um, uh, I would like it if women and girls were just safe to go about doing whatever they need to do in the world, and they were safe, and they were respected, and they were well, and they were healthy, and their health was invested in, and their Safety was, you know, essentially guaranteed. Um, I would like a change of perception of women's bodies. And I would I just, uh, just anything we can do to kind of inch towards that. Uh, I mean, you know, and I want, and I want world peace and I want, yeah, I, I want, I want it all. I want a completely different planet to live on. In fact, I want just any planet would be good. Like the way we're heading, I'm like, guys, we won't have a planet on which to ruin the environment if we don't. but. <laughs> I guess it's just being useful and being of service to to humans, expressing whatever they need to express, and not censoring themselves. I think that's
0: um, mm. and being part of something bigger than ourselves.
1: Oh my god, yes. I don't see the point if I'm not part mm. of something bigger. Um. Yeah, really.
0: I don't. I don't. Mm. I don't
1: see the point of uh, any of any any anything, any creativity, any creative thing. Although, you know, having said that. I've I've done paintings and drawings that I I've not shown anyone they're up they're on my wall because I love looking at them but they're not I, I don't put them out there I don't I don't feel the need to and I just really enjoyed mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 process so there's there's that as well but but even that was useful because that was me saying, hey, what happens if you take a massive piece of paper and just baby crayons, like crayons for babies, and let yourself scribble mm-hmm. in all sorts of ways and stop being scared of what is it going to look perfect and am I going to get the proportions right and am i am like, you know, just grab some crayons and go, woohoo! <laughs> um, I, I shot you. a video. Yeah, I <laughs> shot a video for one of one of my, my, my songs back in the day with, um, well, she is a brilliant painter, Anna Nightingale, who is a brilliant brilliant painter look her up we did this video where effectively i kind of climb into one of her paintings and she was pouring paint all over me i was in a sort of a little kind of bikini or something and she was pouring paint all over me and i was um and that was a girl was brilliant as well that was a proper immersion and it was it was again being part of something and it was expressing mm. something and there was a freedom to it there was a there was a so um so yeah, there's 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 plenty of fulfillment in expression for for its own sake. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not I don't sort of need an audience all the time, but I guess yeah. if there is an audience, then I I I I like listening in and saying, okay, so what is it that you need? Because I, I could probably come up with something, you know.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, Claire, let us hope that we have come up with something um, that will be of help to somebody who's listening. Um, So if you're listening, thank you so much. And thank you for being with us. And Claire, thank you for sharing so much of, um, yeah, what's been a a fascinating career so far. And uh, I will definitely be (laughs) looking to see what comes next.
1: Anytime. Thank you so
0: much. We will put all of your links in the show notes, Claire. So any um, any of the places that you can direct people to your work and let them see what you've been doing and all of your creativity, we'll be able to show that there as well. Brilliant. You're still here? Great. Look, I know there's a lot to choose from out there. So thanks for flying with Ambition Incubator Airlines. And I look forward to seeing you on board again soon. Seriously, though, thank you for tuning in. My guests and I love hearing about what inspires you on the show and what advice has made a difference in your life or work and what you'd like more of. So get in touch. If you want to know about my other work, head over to ambitionincubator.com for details. And don't forget to hit subscribe for more great interviews, advice and bite-sized brain science every week.